It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Monday, October 31st, 2022. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. Health officials reported two cases of coronavirus in Sitka over the past seven days, keeping the community's alert level at low. Statewide, 19 people remained hospitalized for COVID. Most of the state is also in low alert, except for parts of the Aleutian chain and the northwest Arctic borough, which remain at medium. Time is running out to recommend new locations for Forest Service cabins in Alaska or to suggest major improvements to existing cabins. The Alaska region of the U.S. Forest Service has over $14 million to spend on cabin projects in the Tongass and Chugach National Forests, thanks to the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act signed by President Biden last year. The deadline for public comment is Monday, October 31st. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. Through earlier public scoping efforts, the Forest Service has identified 50 possible locations for development or improvements in both the Tongass and Chugach. The proposed projects are on an interactive map online, so rather than having to write a formal comment letter to the Forest Service, residents can just click on a site and leave a comment. Although there are 50 possibilities, the agency says that not all will be selected. Two locations around Sitka have already generated feedback. One is a cabin accessible from the road system and the other a cabin accessible by boat. Residents have offered several ideas for the road system cabin, including a possible site on Harbor Mountain and another between Blue Lake and Beaver Lake, accessible by a hike up the Herring Cove Trail. This latter is called a backpacking cabin. One commenter wrote, It would be nice to have a cabin to backpack into from the road system far enough back that you have to work to get there, and partiers won't use it as much. This person suggested a site four or five miles up the Indian River Trail. Several people mentioned trying to limit the harmful impacts associated with having a cabin that is easily accessible from town. One wrote, I would like to see more safety shelters in hiking areas. I don't necessarily want to attract the impacts associated with fully developed public use cabins to alpine areas. The boat accessible cabin would ideally be a short hike in from a beach and have a safe anchorage. The location marked on the Forest Service website is a popular beach in Promisla Bay on Crestoff Island, but the language states the project location on this map is just a placeholder. To date, there are far fewer comments on the boat-accessible cabin than on the road-accessible cabin. Residents suggest a cabin in Upper Crestoff Sound or Sukhoi Inlet or on the outside waters in Gilmer Bay or Sea Lion Cove. One person also recommended rebuilding the old Civilian Conservation Corps shelter on the trail from Goddard to Redoubt Lake. Baby Bear Bay and the Vixen Islands were also suggested as possible cabin locations. There are also possibilities for new cabins outside of the Sitka District. One idea is for a cabin adjacent to the Bohemia Basin Dock owned by the city of Pelican in Lisiansky Strait. Other new cabins have been proposed at Freshwater Bay and False Bay on Chichikoff Island. Major improvements have been proposed for the Greentop Cabin and the Sitco Lake West Cabin. Both the Huna and the Petersburg Ranger Districts have identified several other possible projects. One other improvement proposed by the Sitka District, bear-proof food storage containers at all cabins to replace the wood and wire mesh boxes now found on most. The Forest Service doesn't want to hear about just possible cabins. The agency is also interested in features. 
There's a survey form where users can comment on the number of people cabins should accommodate and whether they should include covered porches, fire pits, and the like. The form even allows users to upload a photo or a file to help illustrate their point. The proposed projects in both the Tongass and Chugach are intentionally situated relatively close to communities to meet increasing demand for recreation in the national forests. They'll also use as much local labor and locally available wood as practical. The estimated start time for many of the proposed projects are in 2023 and 2024. Most will require formal environmental impact analysis. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. Public comment on the Alaska Region Cabins Project closes at the end of the day on Monday, October 31st. You can find a link to make a comment on any proposed project in the Tongass or Chugach National Forests on our website, kcaw.org. Listeners who don't have access to the Internet can make a comment through their local Forest Service Ranger District office. Traffic issues were at the top of Sitkin's lists when the Sitka Assembly and the Local Planning Commission met on Thursday to review survey results following the biggest cruise year the community has ever seen. The two-and-a-half-hour meeting covered a lot of ground. The Assembly heard reports from city staff and stakeholders in the tourism industry. But as KCAW's Catherine Rose reports, the most significant update came from the owner of Sitka's private cruise terminal, who expects another 100,000 visitors next summer. Fall is in full swing in Sitka, and Lincoln Street has been quiet for a little over a month, giving city staff and the community a moment to catch their breath before thinking about what worked and what didn't in the biggest cruise year Sitka has ever seen. There's no question Sitka saw a record-breaking cruise season in 2022, though it didn't end up being quite as big as predicted. 383,000 cruise passengers visited Sitka over the summer, compared to the 480,000 Sitka anticipated at the beginning of the summer. But still, the summer looked quite different from previous years, and that came with benefits and drawbacks. City Planning Director Amy Ainsley said they're still awaiting sales tax returns for the final part of the season, but from April through June, Sitka took in around $6.2 million in sales tax revenue almost $2 million more than the same period in 2019. But as you can see, um, between 2020 and 2022, just in this April through June quarter, we're looking at a really significant increase in sales tax returns. And in, even over 2021, we're looking at you know, about $1.5 million higher for returns. So we're very anxiously awaiting those returns for uh, July through September. And 2023 and beyond are set to be even bigger. Sitka Sound Cruise Terminal owner Chris McGraw says 510,000 passengers are expected to disembark at his dock next summer, which is nearing the terminal's maximum capacity. Uh, My opinion is growth will flatten out primarily because dock space is becoming limited. And unless Sitka builds another dock, you're not going to see a significant number of ships because the large ships do not tender. But more cruise passengers in town will require more accommodations. This summer, that included things like temporary bathrooms and more trash service, and closing Sitka's main thoroughfare to vehicles 74 days. One of the biggest issues city staff reported from the community survey was traffic. Of the 600 Sitkins surveyed, many were concerned about pedestrian safety and congestion. While most respondents supported the closure of Lincoln Street, around 100 noted traffic problems specifically at the Lake and Lincoln Street intersection, which is near Harrigan Centennial Hall, the main pickup and drop-off point for cruise passengers. McGraw said he shared concerns around congestion and recommended a solution, 
use the Baranoff Elementary School as the drop-off point for the cruise shuttles. He said Principal Jill LaCrone contacted him with the idea and had come up with a plan. And, I mean, I think it's something that's worth looking at. Okay. And it's, you know, relatively close to this facility. Um, you know, there's shuttle, you know, a downtown loop shuttle could be part of it. But ultimately what I see going forward is needing to spread things out a little bit. Because I think the comments that everybody's hearing, the negative comments are congestion. And having all of those activities from this one spot is the congestion is not going to get better. McGraw said the tour buses that shuttle passengers downtown carry 60 people each. That's around 67 round trips a day to move 4,000 cruise passengers. The Baranoff Elementary plan would shorten travel time somewhat and put fewer buses downtown. Assemblymember Tor Christensen pressed McGraw about the congestion problems. Why do you think it's the city's responsibility to fix the, pro the problem, your problem with the congestion? I don't. If the city wants to sell me half of the Baranoff playground, I'll buy it. <laughs> or if there's another piece of property that I could buy for shuttle operations, I would buy it. Um, I'm, I'd be happy to have a private shuttle drop off downtown. So I'm not looking for the city to fix my problems. It's in the best interest of everybody to have a efficient shuttle operation where people don't have to wait. Um, traffic impact is minimized. And, you know, that's my goal going forward. In addition to congestion, Planning Director Amy Ainsley said survey respondents also cited emissions and pollution as a problem when it came to the buses. Assemblymember Rebecca Hemshute asked McGraw if he'd consider shifting his fleet to electric. Electric bus technology is, is coming along. I still don't know if it's there. Um, yeah. You know, 45-foot motor coach is about a million bucks currently. Uh, I think one of the solutions is if we can find an alternate location that will improve that round trip time from the dock. McGraw also said distribution of the tourists will ease traffic. He's partnered with Shiatica to open a tourist attraction near the terminal on 17 acres of land leased from the city. It's expected to take some of the pressure off downtown next summer. Nevertheless, it's likely more work remains to be done to determine whether Sitka has reached its capacity, regardless of how widely visitors are dispersed. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. You can find a link to the full meeting and survey results on our website at kcaw.org. Taking a look at the community calendar. Sitka water customers may notice pressure and flow fluctuations as well as cloudy water during the process of bringing the secondary water treatment plant online. With any questions, you can contact the Sitka Public Works Department at 747-1804. Sitka Downtown Trick-or-Treating will happen from 4 to 6 p.m. today along Lincoln Street, which will be closed for the event. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.